This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From the Queen City Podcast Network studios in Uptown Charlotte, this is CLT First, Charlotte's first daily news podcast, home of the five-second weather. Today is Wednesday, February 28th. I'm Amy Bristol. I'm Stuart Watson. Breezy, mostly cloudy and showers. High of 71 today. Tonight, more wind and rain. Low 35. The Charlotte brewing industry is coming together to help Wooden Robot reopen. One week after the death of their co-owner, Dan Wade, in a workplace accident, Wooden Robot reopened their South End location Tuesday afternoon and will reopen Noda on Thursday. Breweries across Charlotte are loaning staff to Wooden Robot during this time to help them recover. The Charlotte Hornets' new ownership group has proposed changes to the already approved plan for a new team practice facility, and they say they'll foot the bill themselves. The new proposal now puts the building in the lot next to the Spectrum Center uptown and keeps the city's investment at $275 million. With the Hornets kicking in another 75 to $100 million, the new practice center would also be owned by the Hornets and not by the city. Coming off the heels of an NFL worst 2-15 record and a midseason coach and GM firing, the Carolina Panthers are raising their ticket prices by about 4% for the next season. PSL holders received notice of the price hike yesterday. The two top Republicans in the North Carolina legislature have cast further doubt on Charlotte's $13.5 billion plan for more public transit like trains and buses. This from WFAE's Steve Harrison. Senate Leader Phil Berger and House Speaker Tim Moore say Charlotte plans should focus on cars, not trains. Charlotte City Council has approved nearly $1.3 million for the purchase of vehicles for the Civilian Crash Investigation Program that was passed by the state legislature last year. That program will launch this summer with 16 civilian investigators. They will use those vehicles to investigate traffic accidents that solely involve property damage. Fake tattoos are generational just for younger folk. Well, get this. A woman who got her first tattoo at age 86. The Charlotte Ledger's Ways of Life remembers B. Romano this week, and they have this great photo of Ms. Romano beaming with her granddaughter, both of them sleeves rolled up, sporting their tattoos. B. Romano died at age 95. What a life. You suppose tattoos make you live longer? Maybe they do. My kids will live forever. Do Good Charlotte, a Share Charlotte podcast right here on the Queen City Podcast Network, focuses on Charlotte nonprofits doing good work in our city. This month, highlighting the work of nonprofit groups who care for animals. Host Pam Escobar talked with Jennifer Gordon, who founded Carolina Waterfowl Rescue. She talked with them about the work that they do and what it takes to care for our four-legged and four-winged friends. Again, I just keep on thinking about you started out with 300 and now you're at 7,000. Like that's a lot of animals. How do you prioritize your needs? Pretty much the entire year uh, we work for what we call baby season. And baby season um, used to be May, June, July, a little bit into August and September. But with climate change, Um, animals breed um, when the weather changes and now we don't really get the winters and stuff like we used to. So our baby season has expanded. Sometimes it starts in February. I'm going to knock on some wood. Um, But uh, generally by May, 
uh, we're in full swing. When the babies start coming in, um, we can intake almost 100 animals a day. Wow. And um, we run a pretty large on uh, one of the areas only um, songbird rehabilitation programs. And so one tiny baby bird, like a mockingbird or a robin or a cardinal, they have to eat um, every 10 minutes at the youngest point for 14 hours a day. And they grow into eating, you know, as they grow, it goes to 30 minutes and then uh, 45 minutes in an hour. You know, we pretty much work all year to fund the um, baby season program. There is no funding available on a state, federal, or even a local level that um, helps us. And just as an example, the Songbird program alone, our food bill is $10,000 a week. You can find Do Good Charlotte on Apple and Spotify and all the other places where podcasts can be heard. Coming up, a way to feel good this weekend by volunteering in Charlotte. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Want to feel good? You can donate a couple of hours this Saturday to make Charlotte more green. Literally more green. Trees Charlotte is calling for volunteers to plant 250 trees on the campus of West Mech High School. Sign up at treescharlotte.org. CLT plant people want to meet up tonight to swap plants and clippings, share tips and tricks, trade tools and planters, and to spill the plant deal spotted around town. This is your event. Meet up at Highwire Brewing on Tremont Avenue at 7 p.m. tonight for a plant swap. Tonight at the Harvey B. Gantz Center, you can participate in a visual echoes workshop titled Exploring Black History Through Digital Collaging. Teaching artist Jalen Ori J. Johnson will host the mixed media event, which starts at 3 p.m. and costs just $5. More fun in the QC tomorrow on CLT First. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.